Hello, beautiful humans. I'm Kayla. And I'm Ashley. Welcome to your soul. Welcome. A podcast of belonging for humans exploring their deepest hearts. have you here yes as we do life together it is our one of our greatest pleasures to be doing this with you today and every other day and if you're just like hanging out binging our episodes hi thank you and if you've been with us from like the very beginning or something hi thank you and if you just stumbled across us for the very first time hello hi Thank you for being here. <laughs> we appreciate you. We so fucking appreciate you. <laughs> All of you. We thought we would do a chiller style of episode since we tackled a couple of heavier topics mm-hmm. in our last two. Yeah. We talked about how to fix broken self-love, which is clearly like a, Ooh. that is a cavern of a topic, you guys. There's so much to be able to say there. There really is. And... Then the, our most recent one that'll drop right before this one is who am I and how do I become more of just myself? Yeah. And that also felt like a heavier it really topic. Did. So today we wanted to talk about what we're currently working through. Things that might be hopefully really relatable to the people listening, to you guys listening, because... This podcast is very much one, like we've said before, about doing the work and doing it together. Mm-hmm. And some of that like comes up in really vulnerable moments where we're sitting with our realness. Yeah. So one of the things that I know that I'm currently working through or working with is my hairy legs for the summer. So... <laughs> Um, I mean, I feel like last summer I had this beautiful reclamation of my leg hair. I really let it grow out. And I was like, why can't I be like one of those people on the internet who just lets their leg hair fly? Yeah. And I discovered some things about my leg hair that I really quite enjoyed. Like the way that it swishes in pool water. Yeah. I was like, why do dudes never talk about how like luscious it feels to have your little hair follicles like massaged by the pool water? Is it fun? It's so fun. It's really nice. I love that. And I would never have known if I didn't try to like embrace my natural state and also the wind tickling your little leg hairs feels phenomenal. (sighs) Carrie told me that guy is Carrie, my husband, for those of you, if you don't know him yet. Um, he has said that guys don't talk about things like that because it's just normal. So it never occurs to them to, like, think about that sensation oh. anymore, which makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. But anyway. Like, because I don't notice it on my arm hairs. No, because, well, because they're really short, or at least mine well, are. mine are not super short. They're 
thinner. They're mm-hmm. whatever, but they, but you're probably used to that sensation. Yeah, your, your yeah. mind doesn't clock it as right. something new. Oh, now I might have to rock some hairy legs at the pool. It's really kind of fun. Um, I'm very interested in feeling this experience. I fully recommend it. And while I was really excited to like reclaim my leg hair and be the person I desired to be, there was also a lot of like anxiety wrapped up in doing that. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of me kind of coaching myself into those like big, bold moments, which I know leg hair doesn't sound like it's a really bold statement about yourself, Mm -hmm. but it really felt like it for me. And maybe it feels that way for other people because it's such a non-standard of beauty. Right. So with it being spring, I have already started thinking about like, well, am I going to shave or am I going to have another summer of this like leg hair reclamation? Am I going to like do both? I really, okay. By do both, I mean like shave sometimes and let it grow other times. I really struggle with my view of myself mm-hmm. wearing dresses with leg hair. Okay. What if, and yes. maybe this is just my artistic crazy side, right? I like your artistic crazy side. Bring what it on. if we, you know how they have like all sorts of leave-in conditioners and all sorts of yeah for color. What if we color my leg color hair? your leg hair? It would be like like soft little cotton candy, like leg hair moment. Because I, I think that could be that real inherently. cute. You know, my eco conscious self is just like fuck the chemicals. Um, so I would have to like <laughs> we could <laughs> get super that. vegan, cruelty free. I mean, cruelty free is like for my sure, base standard. Absolutely. Like, absolutely, absolutely, yes. <laughs> then I start to worry about the like endocrine disruptors and the all the other chemical bad things that I know are out there. Mm-hmm. But I'm not inherently opposed to the idea, especially if there's some sort of dye that feels, I don't know, better safe. for me. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. there's so many brands out there that do mm-hmm. amazing things. I think that might be fun. I think I might do that. I know in in the conversations about body hair and things like that Mm -hmm. um my I have three daughters right yes the eldest is 19 I've got two uh a 13 year old and an almost 13 year old Mm -hmm. and last summer uh one of them was like mom you know I'm not I'm not wearing shorts this summer without shaving my legs like I'm really aware of it and okay. I'm really self-conscious about it sure and I was like okay I, I hear you I get you mm-hmm. I've been there I remember yeah I remember trying to like shave my legs in secret before I got approved to like shave my oh. legs because I was like there's no way that's so interesting yeah I think my mom just let me as soon as my sister and I were interested I think maybe I was I think maybe I was even too embarrassed to ask. Oh. How interesting. Yeah. And so I just started doing it. 
How did how did that work for you? I mean, not great because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. Mm-hmm. I get that. I was just watching. I've got long COVID, you guys. So I when I rest, I watch a lot of like dumb shows on Netflix or HBO <laughs> Max or whatever. So I was watching um, Young Sheldon yeah. on HBO Max and his like twin sister, mm-hmm. Missy, tries to shave her own legs. And there's the scene with her and her grandma because mm-hmm. she didn't want to go to her mom. Right. Um. She comes to her with her, like, leg all, like, sliced up. They oh, didn't yeah. show it, but, like, it was implied. And then they showed her leg, like, covered in Band-Aids yeah. after the grandma took care of her. So I totally – I understand that not feeling safe to yeah. even talk about it. Right. And we had the conversation – I had the conversation with my daughter, like, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted her to know that, like, when I started shaving my legs, I felt – like I had to shave my legs because yeah, if I – It's just what you did. Because if I didn't shave my legs, I was going to get made fun of, right? And mm. like you had to have clean shaven legs to wear shorts. Otherwise, you were going to be the gross kid or like That's something. So interesting. And like it's not that way anymore. I was like, That's there, nice. because there are a lot of younger kids, and I and I see this working in the schools too. Like, um, where a lot of a lot of younger women now are just opting not to, and good, good call because I feel like once you start shaving your legs, regrowing that, like regrowing your leg hair out, is like a giant pain in the butt because like. It gets like that stubbly, prickly phase, and like that mm-hmm. itchy phase, and like You're it grows in thicker, and like basic it's, fall oh, hair like routine. like as soon as it's only leggings, yeah. I let that happen. Like just leave it long and soft. Yes, because like once you start shaving, like you're it's a world of prickly pears. Okay, so like. <laughs> Until you get it all the way back long again. Yes, and then it's long and soft. It is long and soft. It's nice. And that's fine. Um, but so we I talked to her about it. We talked about different options. Mm-hmm. And the option we went with was like an electric razor. Oh, nice. And that's what she does. And that's what I've decided last summer. That's what I decided I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not messing around with a razor anymore mm-hmm. because I like I don't want to get razor burn. I don't – my legs do not get super smooth. Like, I don't have, like, super smooth legs. Like, if somebody mm-hmm, – But they're no, not hairy. Yeah, but, like, look at it. nobody should be uh, brushing up on my legs besides, like, Mark <laughs> probably. <people>. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, so if somebody brushes up against my leg or, like, gets real close and looks in, like, I've, got, I've got some stubbly on my legs. Or if the sun catches me just right, like, it's going to catch a little stubble, fine. But I'm in there for, like – two or three minutes, not in the shower, just like using the little $8 electric razor from like Target or whatever, mm-hmm. just doing a quick little... Do you mean like a beard trimmer or like one of no, those it's that like, lays flat on your skin? Yeah, it's like they're like shaped kind of like this. And like or there's the like little... Clips. people. Oh, so it's shaped. Video. So it's shaped kind of like, um, like, like the palm of your hand. Like, it mm-hmm. looks kind of like the palm of your hand. And then on the top, it has, like, one of those, like, foil roller oh, okay. things. Yes. And then um, it has, like, two little things that, that get, like, the <clears throat> longer hairs and then, like, the little roller foil that gets kind of closer the, close to your skin. Okay. 
Um, like, and it's like $8 at like Dollar General or Target or whatever. I always like, wanted to use one of those like when I was a kid. Like two AAA batteries. Okay. So my, I'll tell you a story. My grandma, who I love and miss, who's no longer with us, um, she oh miss oh, rose, rose hello a squirrel or somebody outside and she is barking i'm betting it's another dog. rose who do you see sweet girl she's just saying hi to everyone i wonder if they can i wonder if our microphones can pick her up or if yeah if i don't they, know well we'll we'll listen back we'll find out yeah <laughs> so rose is barking real loud if you can't hear her that's what we're reacting to um anyways my sweet grandma she when I was younger and started shaving, anyways, I started shaving and um, mm-hmm. when I wasn't supposed to, it got around the family. Like my mom told like my aunts and everybody, right? And then my grandma's like, oh, I can get you an electric razor. And I was like, oh, great. Look at grandma go. She bought me an epilator. I don't know what that is. An epilator, my friends, is a little device that pulls out your hairs one by one that sounds terrible it hurts so bad okay it's like slow motion waxing yeah and it hurt real bad and i didn't like it okay and i didn't use it no no. and i didn't use it and i didn't want to use it thanks well grandma tried to she really did it was an act of love Yes, it was an act of love. <laughs> she does not want to talk about shaving her legs. Oh, Rose is very anti-shaving, just so that we're clear. She's like so epically anti-shaving. Come here, Rose. Pumpkin pie. There's nothing we can do about whatever you saw in the circle. Good girl. <laughs> Good girl, babe. So please let me know if you also have leg hair concerns. Are you in a phase of reclaiming your leg hair? Are you, did you reclaim it one summer and like me are <laughs> trying to decide if you want to continue claiming your leg hair? You want to pause that, Pippi? Here's Rose down here. Oh, she was real sneaky right below the table. <laughs> Just sneaky enough so you guys can't see her. That's true. She's, oh, she settled right down. You're such a good girl, babe. Yeah, let me know. So that's that's one of the things that I know is weighing on my heart right now. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to be really compassionate with myself about it. Because I think no matter what decision I make, it gets to be the right one for right. me. Right. Absolutely. I tried the, the reclaiming. And mm-hmm. if I decide to shave, I think that's okay. And maybe I'll do half and half, you know. One leg and, and one leg not. Is that what you mean? <laughs> that is not what I meant. <laughs> I meant be flexible with my shaving habits. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> just, just for clarification's sake. I mean, <laughs> so true. Or just half of both legs. Yeah, at like stripes. I'm not skilled enough for that. I can help. I only have a stripe vibe if I miss a spot. Yeah. Miss a row. Yeah, yeah. Been there, done that. Even then, it's usually like a V-shaped Yeah, patches. yeah. Some. Yep. Anyway. For sure. So that's one of the things on my heart right now. Yeah. What's, what's on your heart for you? The 
the biggest thing that I'm really working on right now is trying to figure out how to manage my time. Mm-hmm. You have mentioned this a couple times. I'm not the best manager of time. What are you instead? I am flying by the seat of my pants most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> That's what I am doing. I get you. Um, I generally will wait until I have a deadline of something. And then I'm like, oh, here's this deadline. And then I can work backwards from the deadline. Um, but like right now, I don't really have a specific deadline. Right. So. Because you just turned in the logos you did. Mm-hmm. And-, and like I've got the stuff ready for the subscription services and things like that. You didn't turn in like it was class assignment. You delivered. I, I yeah. Um, but I just I, I want to keep myself accountable so that I'm doing things for my business consistently. Sure. So that I'm not waiting until there's another deadline and then I'm overwhelming myself again. Okay. So and that I, makes sense. Yeah, I want to make sure I'm working on your business in like small sustainable chunks. Yes. That makes sense. Because what happens is, is if I don't do that, then I sign up for an event or sign up to vend for an event and then mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I need to make a ton of stuff in the next 4 days and then my living room becomes a disaster zone right. and there's painting strewn about and things getting done and and my brain is a mess whereas I want to be making things more consistently day to day in a more organized fashion so that I can be prepared totally um so what does that look like for you whatever your uh consistency you imagine in your head what does that look like I am hoping to eventually get to a place where I can make a schedule for myself where I'm doing um, like big paintings one day a week or one day every two weeks or something like that. Or maybe two days in a row because it takes a lot of setup. Mm -hmm. Um, And then working on like smaller things a couple days um the other day what i did i organized i sat down to paint and i went through um some of the things that i wanted to paint i went through a bunch of the pages that i wanted to paint and i organized them by with sticky notes of what i wanted to paint on each page so i labeled them all of of what's going on each page um and then made a stack and then just started working on the first painting on the first page Mm -hmm. and then when I go back I will be able to go back in and with fine lines and finish that page and then do the wash or the or the background of the next page and then when I you know leave that to dry then I'll come in and finish that one and then do the the background of the next one and until that's done and then I'm hoping 
I'm hoping that will be kind of a sustainable system. It's sure. really hard um, to be accountable to myself because I'm like, oh, it's a beautiful day. Well, and you've mentioned that your ADHD plays into that. Yeah, it really does. Because what if I don't have – what like what if I'm not feeling it that day? Totally. Well, and I know that you're very much a proponent of not wanting to engage in hustle culture yeah. either. Right. So how does that – Rose. <laughs> Rosaloo. How does that balance with also wanting to be consistent also? Yeah, I think that's where like trying to make a schedule will help because when I don't make – when I'm not having a schedule and then I go to plan an event or go to sign up for something and then I then I find myself in that overwhelm, in that like trying to hustle mm-hmm. in the last minutes or those last couple days – I don't like that. And I know that when the day comes and the event is there, I want to be able to be be your zaddy yeah, be fun my, self. I want to be able to be there with all of my bubbles present. You know what I mean? And yeah. and um because it's fun. I just I love interacting with people and meeting all the people and showing them everything I've worked hard on and I would really like to do that without being exhausted. Yeah, totally. I wonder if it this is a helpful perspective because mm-hmm. I know you mentioned like if it's such a beautiful day, you might not want to do the work. Yeah. I've often found that as an entrepreneur or mm-hmm. as a person who works from home, I do my work outside a lot in mm-hmm. the spring, summer, and fall. If it is warm enough for me to be outside, I will take my whole situation outside. And it totally takes some time to set up for sure. Like to take out my desk chair and take out my laptop and Mm -hmm. all of the like recording equipment if I'm like doing reels or something. Um, But it's so worth it. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of a pain to set up. But then when I'm out there and my whole world is like my office. That feels so good. Yeah. So I wonder if that's helpful. Like, would doing art outside feel good? Yeah, I think so, for sure. Okay. I definitely, I definitely think that would be very helpful. And I think a lot of the times what I'm doing is pretty portable. Like, I can take my iPad, which is what I draw, do a lot of my digital art mm-hmm. on. Um, and so like for stickers and for like the coloring pages, things that go out in the subscription service, all of that is very easily portable. Nice. Um, and then a lot of like sketching and pre-drawing, things like that, I can take with me and do in a sketchbook. Which is also nice. Very portable. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like the more you can dream ways of weaving pleasure and mm-hmm. joy and perhaps good weather yes. into like – into your work that might help with your consistency. Yeah. I do not have good advice for the winter time. That's also a thing that I've been really struggling with this year is my um, seasonal depression. And I wouldn't have said in past years that I really suffered from seasonal depression. Um, but this year I've really found myself just fucking yearning for mm-hmm. spring and for the sun. And 
I did get my blood work checked recently, so my vitamin D is super low. So if you find yourself feeling that way, perhaps check in with your doctor yeah. about your vitamin D levels. So, which I've been on a supplement for vitamin D, but my body wasn't absorbing it very well, my nurse practitioner said. So is there is there another way to get vitamin D? Is is that one that you can put like on your skin? Um, from what my nurse practitioner has said and from what I've read, doing it sublingually, oh, like yeah, putting the, the liquid under your tongue is the best way to do it. Okay. I think my problem was that I was putting it in along with my B12 at the same oh. time. And I think something about the B12 wasn't letting the okay. vitamin D absorb. So I'm doing yeah. them separately now. Okay. Which I feel like is nice. I, I can't say that I felt a difference. Mm -hmm. um, I did feel a really big difference when I admitted that my seasonal depression was yeah. becoming a problem. Um, as soon as I like confessed yeah. it to you yeah. that day, I felt instantly better Yeah. Uh, in just being able to be honest about what my feelings were or to pinpoint what my feelings were coming from. Right. And I think that's why I like that we're doing this much more casual episode mm -hmm. of, like, where we are and what we're working on now. Because it can be so helpful simply being mindful mm -hmm. of what it is that you – what's bothering you yeah. and what you can perhaps be doing for yourself to make that go easier on you. Yes. Absolutely. For sure. I know um, I just saw a thing this morning that – what like I felt like was a huge like mind-blowing oh this makes so much sense and explains it on us. so much about what's going on with me I watched um just like a quick reel from I think a psychologist or somebody who was explaining about how when you um are healing trauma like when you are a, a, a human with ADHD mm -hmm. and trauma when you are going through and you are healing your trauma, mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of those individuals with ADHD and trauma have masked a lot of the ADHD symptoms, right? Yes. So, um, like in coping mm -hmm. to feel safe and secure and structured and all those things. So I have apparently masked or whatever a lot of my ADHD symptoms in order to be functioning to survive right, in right. the environment right so um but i have over the course of the past few years he been healing and am healing a tremendous amount of different things mm -hmm. and just lately i feel like my adhd symptoms have been like raring they really have like my my time blindness has been kind of all over the place I feel like I'm struggling more with organize organization, just mm -hmm. like in general, like um, my motivation. I'm just I, – I feel like – I don't know. I'm just – like my ADHD is becoming more of a – like more of an issue mm -hmm. than like the – the anxiety or the like fear-based trauma trauma responses. responses that that were 
the major issues that I that I was having more frequently. Mm-hmm. So instead of like working myself into like a panic attack or something like that, I'm just I'm much more chill. But like my my house is a disaster. <laughs> so sure. like like I'm so I'm healing, but I'm also noticing that I'm you know struggling in other areas. So I would love to offer you <laughs> if you're open to mm-hmm. it a view of the duality of that because Mm -hmm. yes I have full compassion for the struggle Mm -hmm. with that that's so valid and how beautiful that you've created such a safe space for yourself that now you feel more able to be yourself to be more in that natural state yeah and the beauty of that doesn't negate how how you're struggling with right. it. Right. And the struggle also doesn't negate how beautiful that is that you've created this area for you to be more yourself. Yeah. And I know that that's its own unique yes. struggle sometimes. It is. When those different behaviors come to the forefront. Yeah. After deep healing. Yeah. It's just a lot. So I'm just trying to be really, like, aware and – like gentle with myself in that like yeah my house is a disaster but like it's not a failure Mm-mm. it is still kind of a win totally but i also do need to work on it you know what i mean mm-hmm. like i'm yep. still aware that i need to work on it mm-hmm. so i'm not going to just let my house go to shambles right because that's not okay um so I need to keep an eye on it. I need to try and be mindful of it and perhaps schedule it. Since yes. You, said you wanted yes. to create a schedule. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So it's just, it was just really like mind boggling and eye opening and like. One also I imagine kind of validating when yes. you heard that. Yeah. Because it really does explain like a lot. Like it just mm-hmm. really seems to well, and- say a lot. That goes kind of hand in hand with what we were talking about last episode Mm -hmm. when we were talking about how when you heal things like on an identity level or a values level, then your behaviors start to change. There's that trickle down effect. Mm -hmm. So now that you've changed some of your like deep trauma and who you get to be for yourself, the identity that you get to be for yourself, that's having that beautiful trickle down effect of like more freedom in your behaviors and now we get to look at what that next step looks like in who do you want to be as a human who is consistent with ADHD yeah you don't have to answer that right now but like it's it's a good question to maybe like journal on or let percolate in the back of your head How, when you envision yourself, these Mm -hmm. are some coaching questions that I'm throwing out. So feel free to clock these for yourself, for your own personal use. Like when you envision yourself Mm -hmm. as a human who is consistent and has ADHD, what does that look like and what does that feel like for you? And again, you don't have to answer these right now, but they're they're really good ones. They too. are really good questions. Figure out what you desire instead of focusing on what you don't desire. Because when we when we talk about like the laws of manifestation, mm-hmm. um, where your focus goes, your mm-hmm. energy flows. I right. think that's a Tony Robbins quote. Oh, I um, like that. 
I mean, I have <laughs> conflicted feelings about Tony Robbins in general. Um, I don't even but, know who that is. So, oh, he's like a really big deal in the coaching space. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of like corporate self development type training. He oh. holds like really large like rallies and stuff. Oh. Um. I question some of his like ethical use of some neurolinguistic programming stuff, but that's Ooh. that's a conversation for another time. I'm I, very interested. I don't want to like throw a bunch of shade at Tony Robbins because I think he also does a lot of like good for people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's again looking at the dual perspective. But anyway, that idea of where your focus goes, right. your energy flows, asking yourself when you envision mm-hmm. what you want to happen, what do you see, what do you feel. That helps you focus on what you desire as opposed to, well, I don't want to skip out on my work. I don't want to be this person who has a dirty house. I don't want. I don't yeah. want. So flipping it so that you focus on what you desire instead yeah. of what you don't desire can be really helpful. Like I feel like I know what I want and I feel like I've been saying it for a while. Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like I've said it in my house for a while. Like, I feel like I want, like, towards the end of the day, like, I want the whole house to do, like, a 20-minute tidy. Oh, I love that. Every day. And we turn on music mm-hmm. that we like and can dance to. Mm-hmm. And, like, you get the bathroom and you get the kitchen. Like, Mark gets the kitchen and I get the living room, right? So we get, like, the two main rooms, yeah. right? And a big kid gets the bathroom somebody gets the like stair entryway yeah like laundry room and then like for the first 10 minutes we hit the big rooms and then like the second 10 minutes we hit our bedrooms or something i love like off and on but it's like whole house engaged Mm -hmm. and then like music playing because i know there is a lot of like when we ask the kids to do a chore or like if we are sitting down at the end of the day because we're tired and I've thrown in a load of laundry and mm-hmm. I ask Lily to go advance the laundry and fold it, mm-hmm. why can't you do it, mom? You're not doing anything. And I'm sitting on the couch or whatever I'm in my chair right. because I'm tired because I've been going all day and I'm just like, are you kidding are you kidding me right now with this? You know what I mean? And I don't say that to her. And I just like gently like, Lily, we all live in this house. We have to work together right now. I need you to please do the thing I'm asking you to do. I understand that you're frustrated and you can be frustrated. Please, please do the task I'm asking you to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But if we can all be engaged then and that helps it feel more like a like, like a, a team like ev- like everybody is doing it yeah yeah and i know that at the end of the day i'm tired mm-hmm. and i know at the end of the day mark is exhausted he gets mm-hmm. up so early to go to work well and i'm sure to varying or large degrees like the kids are also absolutely tired. school is oh my gosh rough. and being 12 and 13 in and of itself is so emotionally like full yes (laughs) but we are all human beings who live in this one house Mm -hmm. we there's five of us using the same bathroom so when you say this beautiful system of you guys like cleaning for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. a night with the music on how does that start who kicks that off 
again, you don't have to answer that now. I'm just asking. Yeah. I'm guess I'm just asking more questions that help you to like refine what you desire. Like, like we can set an alarm on all of our phones. Mm-hmm. So all of our phones go off at the same Ooh, time. So then it's like a neutral reminder. Yes. No one's so, kickstarting it. Yeah. It just is. Yes. And we can have a conversation together about picking what time or it's right after we finish dinner or, you know what mm, I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's so, so that way we're all doing a thing. And yeah. You know what I mean? I just, that's what I, so that when you ask me, what does it look like? That's mm-hmm. what it, in my head, that's what it looks like. So then it's, there's music, there's laughing, there's smiles, there's community community like and we're all helping i love that i think that's so beautiful and then mark would say something right now about my hippy dippy baloney or something right now about like how i just want everybody to be happy and get along and work together and that i'm not seeing how this is somehow not going to work because mm-hmm. one of the girls is probably going to say something to max about how max is not doing something right and they're going to argue and it's going to go wrong. Okay. Which might happen. I mean, for sure. Here's the thing. We can envision everything that we want about what we desire. And once you put other people into the mix of that, you no longer get to control that because you don't get to control where their head's at that day or the emotions they're feeling or the fact that their little brother put one of their things in the wrong spot or whatever. Right. So... I think it's a very beautiful vision. I think that it's important to be able to inspire yourself with the ideal. Yeah. And it's okay if it doesn't look like that ideal every day or even the first several times you're instituting something new. I think the problem that I have is that I want – that's what I want. I want for Mm -hmm. everybody to pitch in because I am tired of – Being the only one doing things? Well, and I'm not the only one. Well, okay. You're right. You're right. But that is the feeling. That's the Mm -hmm. feeling. That's not the facts. That is not the facts. The kids do help. Mark does help. Okay. But they also do leave mess that they don't pick up. Mm -hmm. And it drives me nuts. Sure. And when I, if I stay home, if I'm at home and I clean the kitchen Mm-hmm. And then I'm gone for in the evening doing something, and I come home after my art journaling event, event, yeah. and then come home and like there's wrappers out from dinner and pots and pans all over, and, and then everything. the thing you just did becomes null again. Yes, and then they get left there until the next day when I have to clean up that mess. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not moving forward. Then I'm just cleaning up that mess. I I'm, I'm not cleaning up anything else because I'm just re-cleaning up the mess that they made. I'm not moving forward. I'm not cleaning a bathroom mm-hmm. because I cleaned the kitchen yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm just re-cleaning the kitchen again. I uh, It makes me wonder <sighs> what your guys' perspectives are like as listeners to this. Yeah. Because I know that that's such a cyclical feeling because I get that way with my own kitchen sometimes like it's just the job that never ends how do I get ahead and I think one of the realities for me is that I don't I don't get to get ahead in the kitchen 
my husband doesn't get to get ahead in the kitchen. It just letting myself sit with that reality can feel a little disheartening. And then it makes me consider it from a different perspective, right? Mm. If it's something that never ends, then no matter what I'm doing, it's always progress. Right. Then no matter what little part I do, right? because oftentimes in the kitchen, my part to play is throwing the trash away, like after my husband makes dinner Mm -hmm. and making sure that like food scraps get in the right place. And I wonder when my perspective shifted on this, that that became just a thing I do and not like a, oh my God, it's happened again. Like this is another thing. I'm I'm not sure when that perspective shift happened for me. Yeah. I feel kind of that way too. Cause I feel like the last couple, like even just this past week, I feel like that's happened for me a few times where like I've gone in through the kitchen and like the stuff is there from the night before Mm -hmm. because, because I've been out. And I think it's because I've been out being busy and Mark has been taking care of the kids and feeding them dinner or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I haven't been there necessarily for dinner, but um, like I come home and then I eat whatever was there and rest or whatever we watch show and then we go to bed. But then the next morning he's up and gone for work by, he's to work by Mm 6am and then I get up, get the kids off to school and walk into the kitchen to make my coffee Mm -hmm. and then there's mess. And while I'm making my coffee, I start picking up the trash and throwing it away and and rinsing the dishes that didn't get rinsed or, or start soaking the dishes that didn't get soaked and like throwing the trash away and just tidying up. And then like I leave the kitchen after I've picked up the night before's like trash and like, Mm -hmm. I'm not mad about it. Whereas I feel like before I would have been like, Really upset with it. Super upset. Like that's kind of a nice yeah. It is really yeah because like I'm standing there anyways. It's not really that much work for me, Mm -hmm. but at the end of a super long work day for him, Mm -hmm. and then he's standing there having to make dinner and Mm -hmm. for all for the kids, right? And I guarantee you, at least one, if not. All three of them were probably standing there complaining about not wanting to eat whatever it was that he was making. (laughs) I know how this goes. Um, You know what I mean? And he's standing there making dinner anyways. He's exhausted. And I get it. So he's just trying to get food made and in their bellies. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And, like, I super appreciate that. And he's tired. So, like... Make the food, feed the kids, leave like the mess. Le- I'll get it later. leave the trash. It's fine. Like if it's a major spill or whatever, I'm sure he's going to clean that up. But... Sure. Or the dogs would. Yeah, they definitely will. <laughs> but it's just nice to be able to. I feel like be in that. I feel because I feel like there has been like a major shift here in just this past year in our relationship, where I feel like we have shifted from like a. And this has been very much in the work that that Mark and I have done in in that we have gone from like like um, kind of like like holding 
holding on to things like against each other like yeah. oh like i he did this thing and i'm really angry that he did this thing or he forgot this thing and i'm so mad that he forgot this thing mm-hmm. to now we're not doing those things as much because i feel like every day we're remembering like no he's my partner he's my teammate like i'm not mm-hmm. going to get mad because he left this trash out i'm going to throw it away mm-hmm. because we're a team yeah. Like, I don't care. I don't care because he's on my team. So as long as our team's trash gets put in the trash can, mm-hmm. we're golden. I so love that you bring that up because I think that that's something that Carrie and I have done fairly naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, He and I have discussed the cleaning from the point of view that I needed to contribute more. Mm -hmm. And we've worked through that. And I think, like I said last episode, I'm in a much better place with who I am as a person who can contribute consistently to cleaning the house. Because I was really, I had some sort of executive dysfunction issue about cleaning. Mm -hmm. And I think it came from some, like, childhood trauma about cleaning or Mm -hmm me sticking it to the man like yeah when, I, when yeah. I moved out I was very much like well fuck this I don't have to clean this I don't have to do yeah. anything I'll leave the dishes in the sink like I just was living my wild and free like um traumatized yeah life. right and um I think that's so interesting that you bring that up especially about rappers because mm-hmm. I've got a friend who is constantly upset that her husband leaves like little wrappers all mm-hmm. around the house. Yeah. And my like Carrie does that with Kleenexes because yeah. his allergies are always so bad. Yeah. That like if I didn't contribute to cleaning up the Kleenexes in our house, yeah. like we would just be living on a fluffy mucus tissue cloud. Like everywhere. It would, yeah. just, it would be confetti <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And yeah, I think that's such an interesting perspective to think about it as like a a team situation yeah. because like I'm absolutely on team Carrie Clark. Yeah. I'm so on that. <clears throat> yeah. Just like he's on team Caleb Apra. Yeah. Like that's what and and Mark and I have not always been like this. Like we've been together mm-hmm. for almost I feel like how old is Max? 10? Like eight years. We've been together for like eight years. And this is new, folks. This is new. This is very new. Um not that we weren't a team before, but like having it apply to having it applying applying to cleaning and and stuff like this. We just it took us a long time, I think, because of other like relationship trauma and stuff. Mm-hmm. We just we were very. Uh, it was just really hard for us to come together in the way that like we were all in. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like now we are both like all in. And that's what we say. Like Aww. we are both all of the feats in. Like that how many feats? So all the feats. Yeah. <laughs> and so like whereas like he'll leave his shorts or like the shorts he sleeps in or whatever mm-hmm. in the kitchen because he gets dressed and leaves in the morning mm-hmm. right out of the kitchen because that's where he – just gets and goes so like he doesn't wake up anybody else in the house at 5 30 in the morning um like i will pick them up and put them in the hamper 
Like, Mm -hmm. whereas before I'm like, could you please stop leaving your gross shorts in the kitchen of all places? Mm -hmm. Ew. Like, no, he's half asleep leaving the house at 530 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Because he's not waking us up at 530 in the morning. Thank Mm -hmm. you. I think I wonder. I wonder if it comes from a place of being able to give yourself more self-compassion that you are then able to lend like your partner more self-compassion. I know, I know that's the case for me. Yeah. Like when I, I don't want to make myself out to sound like I was a monster who never gave my partner self-compassion like before I made these changes. Cause I did. I think it was just more of a struggle to not also hold on to resentment at Mm -hmm. the same time. Yes. Um, now I find myself doing things without any type of resentment mm-hmm. and or let me put it this way. I guess I guess it was less resentment and more guilt driven on my part. Like I would feel guilty that I wasn't contributing mm-hmm. or I would feel guilty that maybe that I felt resentment. And yeah. so like that guilt would help me have more compassion. Right. It's it's weird, y'all, when you start unpacking like the inner whys of how you did things in the past. Right. What caused what? Um, but I know that when I give myself more self-love and mm-hmm. more self-compassion, then I am more able to instantly give the benefit of the doubt to another person yes. as opposed to having to talk myself into giving them the benefit of the doubt. I think that's what yes. it is. I was really good at always giving people the benefit of the doubt because I would have to talk myself into it. And now being a more self-loving person, being a self-love coach, mm-hmm. I am I have now put that on autopilot yes. rather than it being a struggle for me. Absolutely. I think that is that is very on point because I remember talking about this with um, one of my good friends who was in the DBT program with me from mm-hmm. like the very beginning. Like we did the skills together. We did process together. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went through like all of the stages together. And I just saw her um, kind of around Christmas time. And I was like, I remember talking to her and she's still, she's still in, in, in her part of the program and she is um I was talking to her and I was like um figuring out how to love myself and how to be gentle with myself Mm -hmm. in just these past few months I feel like Mm -hmm. has been the biggest game changer because if I am able to be gentle with myself, mm-hmm. then I can be gentle with anybody because I will tell you what, I, out of all the people I've ever been mean to in my life, I guarantee you I've been the meanest to me. Oh, 1000%. And Absolutely. If, if I can figure it out and I can be nice and gentle and loving towards myself, mm-hmm. and I can because I deserve it. It's true. Look at you yeah. laying that out as like a proclamation but so like, confidently. But I do. And like, and I, once I figured that out and I started giving that to myself, mm-hmm. it was so easy to see like other opportunities to give that to yes, others. Yes, to others. And like to see 
just to see them like other people as like whole whole human beings not yes. not like the piece of mark my partner who pissed me off you know what i mean right but like all of mark who is like a whole human being who has all of his own background of shit going on Mm -hmm. who wakes up super early in the fucking morning to go work a very hard intense labor intensive job Mm -hmm. all day who has to then come home and deal with my ass and all of our kids and dogs (laughs) yes thank you (laughs) but you know what i mean like be be kind to yourself yes but but really and like like there there's just so much more and it's just been so much easier Mm-hmm. to give the benefit of the doubt yes to humans and what i think is so interesting as i'm like listening to us talk about this it's very much a skill that i learned as a teacher to do for students oh yes. i would always see them as a whole human person yes. and always give the benefit of the doubt to like whatever situation they were walking in from that they have experienced with their mm-hmm. family da, 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 da. and I think that was a really nice, like, psychological roadmap yes. for being able to do that for students, mm-hmm. then to be able to apply that to myself, Yes. then to be able to see how my applying that to myself makes me even better at applying yeah. that to other people. Absolutely. Because I know that there's such a tendency for some to have a martyr complex or to... Yeah to give all of themselves and to think that other people are better than themselves. Mm -hmm. And what I think is beautiful about that is that it gives you a blueprint to then apply to yourself. If you can see it in that way, like your love for other people Mm -hmm. gets to be a blueprint for how you get to love yourself better. And you loving yourself get better gets to be a blueprint for how you get to love other people even more. Okay. Even that, better, better. Okay. That makes sense. It sounded like I was confused for a moment. That's I was not that promoting martyrism. Like, no, I was okay, not promoting okay, martyrism. Okay, okay. I was confused. I was confused. But from, you cleared it up. Yep, yep, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool, cool. Glad. Glad I cleared that up because I didn't want to yeah. go on record as pro-murder. No. I'm very anti that. Very anti that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what we're working on, you guys. Yeah. What are you working on right now? What What feels true for you as a thing that you're struggling with or trying to find tactics for or trying to build a new or different way for yourself? Because we're doing this life together. Yeah us and you and and you you and us and rose wherever (laughs) rose Rose is taking a little chill pill she's in her calming room yeah she's taking a little break she's in her calm down that's her room (laughs) to just be herself and to reconnect with calm yeah there's Mm -hmm. so many new squirrels and sounds and smells it's it's where we get to help her save her from herself Mm mm-hmm Spring is a lovely time for Rose. Yes. It's very, very exciting things happening. So she just needed a so moment true. to Yeah. Well, and I'll go wake her up from her nap and we'll we'll have a fun afternoon. <laughs> It'll be good. So yeah. So tell us what's up with you. 
because when we do life together like this, it's not a one-way street. No. I don't want it to just be us talking to the ether. No. We're I talking to you. Ether to talk back. You're part of the ether. You listening right now. Hey you. Hey you. Talk to us. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys so much. I I don't know if you know this, but like when I think about this and we're sitting here talking, like I'm imagining all of the sweet beating hearts on the yeah. other side of the camera. Like I'm imagining you who you are like listening to this podcast while you're in the bathtub or mowing the lawn since spring is approaching or yeah. in the car or driving home from work. Or if you're like me and listening to a podcast is the only thing you can do, then just chilling on your couch while you listen to the podcast. Absolutely. I can't multitask. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. This is hard. This is not how my brain works. That's fair. <laughs> Multitasking is a lie yeah. for me. I get that. I hear that. So anyway, thanks for doing life with us, you guys. We super appreciate you. <sighs> we super freaking love you. Yeah. And we can't wait to see you next time. Next week is oh, I guess I don't know when this one's gonna come out. Yeah. It'll be a surprise. I, yeah, it's a surprise. Um Find us on Patreon. Oh, yes. Our Patreon is live now by the time you're listening to this. So you can search Your Soul Welcome on Patreon and we'll pop right up. Or you can just look downstairs and I'll leave a link for you guys. Yay. Come find us and see what we're up to. We'll be posting pictures and audio clips and behind yes. the scenes and chatting. And that's really what that's really what it's for. We want it's true. We want it. So we can We're have gonna... legitimate conversations where where you say some stuff to us and then we can say stuff back and like it's like a back and forth. Yes. And we're gonna record our coffee chats so you get more yeah. deep, intimate realness with us. Yeah. Those are those are pretty silly. <laughs> I imagine it'll be much more similar to how this episode yeah. went. Very yeah. chill, very true to life. And yes. I'm hoping you love that because I love hearing that kind of stuff from you guys too. Yes. So come along, come along for the ride. We're all in it together. Good job. I don't know the song that you misquoted a couple episodes ago. Have you never seen High School Musical? No. Okay, we're dressing up middle school, middle school slumber party, and we're watching it. I don't know if I agree to that, but I did agree to the dressing up middle school style. I'm you don't want to watch High School Musical? I don't know that I care. Guys, comment below. Should I care? <laughs> <laughs> this is why I haven't seen it. I don't know. I mean, I guess it does have Zac Efron. But at this point, Zac Efron and is going to be so young to me that I'm going to feel baby. real skeevy for Yeah, yeah, for him. sure, for sure. Vanessa Hudgens, baby. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So well, I'm we can maybe just listen to the music. Comment below. If enough people comment, I'll agree to it. High school musical. Help Ashley out, I guess. Yes. Or help me out if you really genuinely think that I'm missing out. Genuinely missing out, for sure. Okay, you guys, we're from the Midwest. Hey, yo. And I don't know if you know this, but when you're from the Midwest, there's something called the Midwest goodbye. That's this. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's what you're witnessing right now. The fact that we've tried to end this episode like thrice now. Mm hmm um and still not done it so this is called the midwestern goodbye 
And we're well, actually gonna say goodbye now. Well, knee slap. Well, <laughs> we love you guys. Have an amazing day. We can't wait to do life with you next time. Okay. Love, love you. Bye. Bye.